This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to today's episode on the number three. What? what? I know, right? I knew you were going to say that. So let me give you a little bit of background. But first, I have to start by shouting out to these two men named Josh and Chuck from Stuff You Should Know. Stuff You Should Know was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. You too, right, Cincy Jack? One of the very first. And Josh and Chuck are great. You should check them out, guys. I'd noticed the appearance of the number three in martial arts for ages, way, way over a decade. And I had the outline for half an episode all written, but I really couldn't find an opening. One day, while I was listening to Stuff You Should Know, they did an episode on numerology. And boom, just like that, I got my opening. So thanks, mm. guys. In my research, I found that there is a such thing named a numerologist. Ooh. That is crazy to me. That is crazy. So I guess we should start by saying who's here today. <laughs> and there's three of us. Oh, get it? I'm Sensei Michelle. I'm Sensei Jackie. And I'm Landon. And you are listening to Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Did I forget to say that seriously? Come on, Sensei, <laughs> for the third time. So wah, wah, no extra guests today. And we're going to jump right into it. Is that okay with you? Yes. Exactly what is numerology? You got that one covered for me, Sensei Jackie? Of course. It's the idea that numbers and their role in nature, language, and many other aspects of life affect life's outcomes. And this part is the most fun. It is defined as a science, a pseudoscience, and a mathematical belief. Interestingly, another trio. Oh, ah. I'm just saying. I'm going to push on to the history. Is that okay? Thank you. All right. So did you know that numerology dates back to before the existence of the word numerology? No, I, I'm like trying to wrap my head around that. Right. That's what I thought. So the practices and principles of numerology have been traced back to at least 500 BCE, which is before the common era. When Pythagoras noticed a relationship between music and numbers, and voila, a theory was born. I love Pythagoras. I do too. And you had to have done the Pythagorean theorem. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Thank you. In school somewhere. Yep. We're learning that right now. If and you want to hear. Polynomials. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, and polynomials. Oh. See, poly three. Uh, Poly's three. No, right? poly's multiple. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it? Yes, try is Try three. is three. Not if you spell it with a Y, but now we're so off topic. Okay. <laughs> if, on the other hand, you would like to investigate the topic of Pythagoras and his number theory, you need to listen to the Stuff You Should Know podcast, which aired September 28, 2021. And I Googled Stuff You Should Know numerology, and it came right up. And I'll add that it's worth listening to. Very interesting and dramatic. We're going to put our focus on just one number today. And like you said, Sensei, and we've all made references to it today, it's the number three. Okay, so let's start out with some random science facts about the number three. Yes, I'll start. The Roman numeral stands for a giant star and the Yerkes spectral classification scheme. Okay, when I read that, first off, my mind was a little blown, speaking of <laughs> spectral scales, right? Yes, yes. So I had to Google, what does it even mean? Mm -hmm. And I did read it, but I didn't completely understand it. So if you're a science expert out there, would you please get in touch and please explain what Yerkes spectral 
classification scheme means. We would really appreciate it, right? Uh, Sometimes or somehow Sensei Jackie always just gets the craziest, smartest, coolest, coolest facts. Craziest, smartest, and coolest. It's a trio. I'm going to put us back on track because I've got one. Three is the atomic number of lithium. Us, and in addition, there's this one. Three is the number of dimensions that humans can perceive. We see the universe as having three spatial dimensions, but some theorists of string theory suggest there are more. Right. Theorist sounds like a very interesting title. I would love to be a theorist. In the Big Bang <laughs> Theory, two of the scientists are um, theorists. theorists. Really? Mm-hmm. I have another one. Which, you know, pop culture reference. Chief pop culture correspondent. Okay. You got another one? I do. <laughs> a triangle is the most stable physical shape. And for this reason, it's widely utilized in construction, engineering, and of course, design. That's so interesting. And I have another one. And it's just as cool. Hmm. The human eyes are trichromatic. A retina contains three types of color receptor cells or cones. Wow. That was a cool one, Landon. Yes. Before we get into the number three in karate, we have a couple of random examples of the importance of the number three in other areas. One is philosophy. And here's a fun fact. We found this information on a site hosted by, wait for it, the Welsh National Opera. That's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, It's a little bit ironic. I wonder why the Welsh Opera was talking about it. You know, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) And it's because Mozart references it in his opera, The Magic Flute. Ah, thanks. So they start with Pythagoras, as they all do. (laughs) He said the number three was a perfect number. And they gave examples like the idea that three represents harmony, wisdom, and understanding. Hmm. And another set of three they mentioned is past, present, future. Us. And I'll take it home with birth, life, and death. Okay. That was a little heavy, right? Us. Us. Can I jump in with one more Pythagorean factoid before we push? Absolutely. He said that three was the noblest of the digits because it is, quoting Wikipedia here, the only number to equal the sum of all the terms below it. So one plus two equals three. And this only happens once in math. Honestly and truthfully, until I read that, I'd never actually considered it. I I won't say I didn't know it because I did know one plus two equals three. I just didn't really realize the pattern and the, the magicness of it. Did you guys actually realize it? I I never thought of it Mm -hmm. until we were talking about it. And it is a magic thing. That's so cool, right? Yes. Okay, go ahead, Miss Jackie. Where are we? Well, before we push on, I think this is interesting too. And from Science Awesome. Yes. A mathematician named Hopper wrote this about science. A single occurrence is of no statistical significance. A second occurrence might be just a coincidence. A third occurrence gives the impress of law. I just like the words impress of law. Right. It sounds powerful, doesn't it? Very powerful. Yeah. And also, that does make sense. And I had never thought of it before either. Neither had I. So I learned a lot doing this research. Another shout out to Josh and Chuck for pushing me in the right direction. Thanks, Josh and Chuck. Absolutely. One more thing before we go. You can find references to the Trinity and Trilogy everywhere in myth, in pseudoscience, and even in religion. 
but I'm going to leave all of you to look all that up on your own. Us, and you should share that with us. Good one, Landon. And you can contact us all over the web at wildcatdojo at .com for our website. Email us at dojoconversations at aol.com. And we're on Instagram at wildcatdojoconversations. Thanks, Landon. And you know what we would love to hear? We would love to hear their favorite number. Ooh, oh, that yes, would be definitely. Cool. That would be cool. So get in touch. Any, any way you want, guys, get in touch with us and tell us all those cool facts. And the easiest, they can even comment on one of our posts yeah, on social media with your favorite number. We would love to hear it. Yeah, tweet us. That's the word. I said it right. Yes, you did. Tweet, tweet. Ding. Okay. I'm, I'm moving us on, aren't I? Yes. Yes. I'm moving us on to the number three, as I've noticed it in karate all these years, right? Yes. Uh, Did you ever notice it? Yes. The reason that I noticed it in karate is because that when we talk, you and I personally, Mm -hmm. and I ask you a question or for a solution, you almost always bring up threes. So you'd think that would be just me, wouldn't you? But three is not my favorite number, as they will hear later in the program. Uh, Yes. And I do like the number three. I like odd numbers. But it's not my favorite number. So now let's find out how wrong I am. And all the martial artists out there can write to me and say, you are wrong, woman. Please do. We are going to name our examples of threes as they exist in karate. And if I'm correct here, Landon, you start us out. Us. So the basics of karate training are kata, self-defense, and sparring. And we have talked so many times on this podcast about those three, which one is our favorite, but they really are truly all interconnected. They really are. Because you need sparring to practice your self-defense. You need patience in self-defense in kata. And they're really, I know that we're supposed to be talking about triangles in this episode, but they're really a revolving circle. They really are so interconnected. Right. What you get from kata, you take into self-defense. What you get from self-defense, you take into sparring. What you get from sparring, you take into kata. They're just, they're so interconnected. And that's why they're such a strong triangle. I 100% agree. You too, right? I totally agree with that. And they're all three equally important. I know. And as a person grows as a martial artist, they do switch out which one is their favorite. And I think we've already had this discussion, but I really do like all three of them equally. I don't like one better than the other. I do probably kata the most because I do kata when I'm by myself, not just when I'm with others. Right. But that would be the only reason because you can do it without a partner. And and I like whatever I'm doing at the time is my favorite. (laughs) I love self-defense though. So do Uh, I. And sparring. I know. See, it's a rock and a hard place, not a triangle, just a rock (laughs) and a hard place. Speaking of self-defense, which we were a minute ago, yes, the actions available to a person when confronted with a violent situation are, and have always been taught to all of us, fight, flight, negotiate. But were they always taught in that order, Sensei? Well, they were when they were taught to me. I switched the order up over the years because when I teach self-defense, I tell my self-defense people to keep all three in mind and use all three. Start with negotiate. Try to run a line. It'll calm yourself. It'll change their mind. And then fight. And I know I'm rhyming this with all your might. Yes. Uh, but it's so true. Yeah. Because you have to give it 177777777000%. And then flight. And then get the heck out of Dodge, right? That's right. Which takes us to our um, go bag episode. Oh, right? yes. Make sure you get have out the of things. Dodge. Uh, so that is a fun episode. Yes, it was. 
not a part of a triangle, but a fun episode. <laughs> okay, where are we headed? You know, I'd like to talk a little about the internal growth of the practitioner because it's built on three tenets also, courtesy, self-control, and fighting spirit. Each one that has to emanate from the chi pocket of the practitioner and goes out into uh, the ethers to show what kind of a person you are. I know we've had a whole episode on self-control. Yes. And I know we speak often about courtesy, right? Yes. But we've ne- I don't believe we've ever said this. Master Collegian used to always say, don't mistake kindness for weakness. And I love that saying. It comes up in another upcoming episode because I was just writing it the other day and thinking of how important that is, that a person should not take a calm demeanor for a weak person. They are not correlated issues, correct? They are not correlated, and many people underestimate the kind. I do agree with that. And also, for those of you who are not in training all the time, I would like to say in our style, I can't speak of other styles, but training under Master Collegian, we were always taught, and I continue that tradition, that fighting spirit is not an anger or an aggression, but a willingness to continue indefinitely until the job is done. That's right. So that let's ooh, let's do three words that mean the same as fighting spirit. I'm going to start out with tenacity. Stamina. And I'm going to do perseverance. Ooh, good ones. Sensei Jackie, I think that you have one more thing you wanted to say about the number three before we go to our ending. Um, I'll go with excitement. Oh, yes. yes, I did. The One of the most beautiful triangles is Master Collegian's Triangle Patch. We'll put that on Twitter so that you can see what it looks like. Us. I believe he designed it. Oh, he did design it. So when when I first started karate with Master Collegian, we wore two patches, the front fist patch and the back patch that had the letters of our style on it. And then years and years down the road, he decided that he wanted to have a patch with his hall number on it. So his hall number under Peter Urban was 25, and that was on the patch. And that patch changed colors many, many times over the years, didn't it? Yes, it did. And there were various weapons. Yes. On there. On there. He loved Chuck, so they were almost always on, right? Yes. And and the bow across the bottom was always... Oh, yeah. Just, it was there, like, hiding for you. They'll see when they go to Twitter, won't they? Yes, Yes, they will. Cool. We'll try to make that the Monday tweet, just in case you're wondering. So I'm going to say today, but only if you're listening to it on the day it comes out. (laughs) We're going to take this one home today the way I love to, with either a quote or each one of us can talk about our favorite number. And the fact of the matter is, I'm not really sure what everybody picked yet. So I'm excited to hear. What do you got, Sensei Jackie? I'd like to go first with a, a quote from Graham Nash of Crosby, Stills, and Nash fame. You should Google that if you don't know who they were. Are And it's kind of a fun quote. Here it is. The Hollies, after I left in 1968, had the audacity, the gall, to have three number one records after I left. Thanks a lot, guys. And I'm just going to say Google the Hollies as well, because then you can find out who they were. Also, great music, folks. All the way down the line. I don't care how old it is. Music is timeless. I agree. It really is. And you are going to find yourself saying, ooh, those are some good songs. So. I think you're next. Mr. Landon, what do you got? Us. I'll go second, which is ironic because number two is my favorite number. Ooh. I only checked one site, and that was mysticalnumbers.com. And here's what I found. 
The number two is a lucky number in the Far East. And for all you math junkies, without the number two, the positive and the negative could never exist. I love that one. Us. Us. And I'll end with this one. The number two is both a number of partnership and a number leading to conflict and opposition. How karate is that? That is very (laughs) karate. Because it's two things. It's partnership and conflict, right? right? So it's like, wow. Again, you keep blowing my mind, guys. (laughs) Okay, finally, we get to my favorite number. And for no apparent reason, it is the number seven. I looked it up and decided to go with information from Britannica. Just remember, I could have used Wikipedia. Yes. (laughs) They had a ton of weird and fun facts. So I picked a couple. You guys ready? Yes. In medieval times, education was made up of what they called a trivium, grammar, rhetoric, and logic. And they coupled it with a quadrivium, music, arithmetic, geometry, and astronomy. A total of seven subjects. Mm. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Very. Next, there are seven notes on the musical scale. I didn't realize that. And then I just counted the fingers. I didn't realize that. And I read and play music. Right. And I went like this because I always think of it's eight. But when you get to number eight, you're back to C again. Isn't that cool? Okay, finally, I have one more. Are you ready for it? Because this is my favorite. There's seven days in a week. And here's the fun part. Each one, according to Britannica, is named after either a planet or a god. No way. So we have sun day. Mm -hmm. And then we have moon day. Mm -hmm. And then we have Tuesday. But in Britannica, they spelled it T-I-W. He was a Norse god of war. Oh. And then we have Wooden's day, who is another Norse god. He also goes under the name Odin. And he's the god of wisdom or poetry, depending on what you read. Hmm. And then there's Thor's day. Everybody knows who Thor is. Yes. Right? And finally, there's Frigg's day. She was Odin's wife. I could not make this up. (laughs) No, you couldn't. That is crazy. I know, right? And then we get to Saturn day. Oh. Who knew that Saturday, i.e. Saturn day, would sound average compared to Frigg's day? (laughs) Right? You make a good point, Sensei. It gives me another reason to like Friday best. So much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. So now you know what we know about the number three in its relationship to karate. And we would love to hear what you think. This is so fun. It was fun. Yes. And a very, very interesting and cool subject. Yes. You know who we did not think of? And I don't know if we'll fit it into threes. What's that? Honor Athletics, Athletics, of of course. course. Us. See, they're just going to have to change their name and add, of course, to the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Cynthia? <laughs> you can reach them at honor-athletics.com. Or you can phone or text at 770-945-5150. And when you call Cynthia or shop online, make sure to use Wildcat Dojo, our code for your 10% discount. Thank you guys for shopping at Honor Athletics and thanks for listening. And with that, it is time for us to call it a day, isn't it? Yes. Today was fun. Bye, everybody. It was fun. I totally enjoyed it. Bye. See you next time. And with that, I am signing out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.
Now, you know what? Before we go home, let's remind them to do a few things for us. Tell people about our podcast. Send the link to somebody. Get in touch with me and have me send you a link on email or on text. I'll gladly send you a link and then you could forward it to somebody that would increase our base listeners and we would appreciate Mm. it. And subscribe and review. Please, please. Right? Those things would all be great. And let us know if you would like to be a guest on the podcast. Or have a subject for us. Thanks, guys. Those were good ones.